0: What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transform podcast where we're talking about ideas that stimulate wholesome thinking into identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Logan Eaton and Carolyn Anderson. My good peoples, what's happening? I'm good.
1: It's <laughs> quick. It's a quick response.
2: I, that was that. I was holding that in this whole time. <laughs>
0: just got one thing to say. One. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> the timing was all it's, off. It's, it's, so t- it's t- my turn. <laughs> my, I'm good. <laughs> timing was bad.
2: Yeah. Uh, how's, that, how's that? How are you guys doing? <laughs> Wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Doing good. It's a beautiful day outside today.
0: Man, it has become it fall. <laughs> it <laughs> seems like. Extremely quickly. Yeah. And like all of a sudden the switch went on and it was fall outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That
1: temperature has changed.
0: It's like we're in a different time zone. Or just or, uh, like a different season. Not a time
2: zone, yeah. A different climate. Different continent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different stratosphere. Well, yeah,
1: also known yeah. as seasons. Yeah.
2: But is that supposed to be it's still August. That's still summer, right? Fall's not till September first.
1: I don't know the official day of Or October first. Fall. Fall. It's
2: not I don't I don't see it until Halloween. That's not fall. It's summer until Halloween for me. Mm.
1: Mm, Yeah, you're definitely going to see some non-summer-like temperatures (laughs) for Halloween. (laughs) October. I don't
2: break out the winter clothes until pretty much Christmas Eve.
0: (laughs) Until (laughs) July. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. Mm. But yeah, it it has gotten cooler. Do you guys keep your windows open when
0: it's cold? Cooler? Yeah, we've had them open. It's been nice. Real nice. Just laying in the grass after work. This afternoon in the shade, yeah, It felt wonderful. Yeah, I was at the park yesterday, and I
2: got—I think I got bit by a spider or a s-
0: spider snake.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just got bites all over my feet, my ankles. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I don't like think it was mosquitoes. Cause no, I don't think so.
0: Because they, you, your you stick foot up. was like three times the size <laughs> <isn't normal>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I actually couldn't walk. Oh. But uh, I'm better now. Okay,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's good. (laughs) Got to watch out for things crawling on your legs. You know, you're supposed to, flick those things off.
2: Yeah, at night. I think it's like eight. No, it's like nine o'clock. Something comes out and starts biting your ankles. Mm. I don't think it's mosquitoes. I think it's those little those little spiders. Those little ankle biters. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah. You got to stay indoors.
2: Yeah. Well, I I get about four minutes of outdoors time. It seems like a, a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta change that. Do you do
0: that all so in one chunk <laughs> of time or just kind of uh, spread usually, that out? <laughs> usually it's spread out. <laughs>
2: usually it's spread <laughs> out in about 15 second <laughs> intervals. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: gotta go. <laughs> that was amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I need to get outside more. Usually Saturday is my out, outdoor day. It's your outside day. Yeah. You guys done anything cool outside lately? Mm.
1: We went up to Sidecut Not too long ago Oh yeah It was shallow enough That you can cross the over that The pizza place um,
2: Oh no that's the park Yeah
1: <laughs> the park. <laughs> Definitely the park Not pizza <laughs> okay. Yeah Although so we did have Five totally guys While about. we were up there I think
0: There's a five guys Near, near Sidecut park yes. In Sidecut In the river No there's none No okay <laughs> Just down Is the way there? A little bit What Is there mm-hmm. one up in Maumee Yeah
1: Yeah
2: Oh, wow, <laughs> <That's a laughs> that's I've always, that way. was I've a lot to
0: Rossford for that. Well, that's Here probably that's probably closer if you're just going from BG. But if you're going somewhere like side oh, could, okay, like the pizza place, you could pick that up on your way.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I've always gone up to Rossford for that special occasion. <laughs> There's <with> five guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Sometimes yeah. you get Sometimes you crave five guys.
0: Mm. At least See, I do. Yeah. We get it often once yeah. a month, I think. At least,
1: nice. Yep. yep. Side cut. You know, you walk across. Can wiggle. you
2: can you walk across there now? Yeah.
1: Yep. Shallow enough, you can walk across the river.
2: Wow. Well the last time. That one time. I went. That one time, me, you, and Kyle went. It was not shallow. I don't think it was safe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was totally <laughs> safe.
2: i pretty. I lost some. I lost either my shoe or <laughs> something in there. I think you're telling a story. <laughs> I <laughs> think the water was literally up to my neck.
1: <laughs> did you fear for your life in the rubber boat going down the <laughs> that river? It's a different no, that time. It's a different one. And uh-uh. I did. I did uh-uh. fear for my life to
2: answer your question. <laughs> I totally did.
0: <sighs> um it was a worthy sea vessel. Yeah. With a yeah. good captain.
2: <laughs> well, when Kyle <laughs> ended up on me after he fell over, I started to get scared and I was We came up to some pretty wild Waves <laughs> there,
0: yeah, and under that uh, weird bridge.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. pieces of metal sticking out of the water. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think it was like hanging down from the bridge.
2: Yeah, it was like a bridge falling on us.
0: Yes, it was a good time. Mm. Pretty sure it was stormy Old too. Mommy <laughs> <pretty> River <laughs> <laughs> it was Adventures. Not stormy.
1: <laughs> The story gets better every time it's told. Well,
2: I have no outdoor stories that I've, I, I have done the past summers, <laughs> the past this summer. Mm. So I, if I have to just make things up, just at least try to <laughs> seem like they're cooler. Like yeah. it actually really,
0: happened. You should really capitalize on those four minutes a week. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took
2: a walk. I walked to Aldi the other day. And you did? God, yeah, I was out of butter. I. Tried to make pancakes with coconut oil. Yeah, and it didn't. It, it no they, they burned. Yeah, so I had to go get butter mm. for the next mm. day. And uh yes, yeah, so I took a walk to Aldi, but it was raining that day. Mm. Um And yeah, that that was about that was f- <laughs> like four minutes over. uh That was enough for that was almost a couple weeks, weeks <laughs> worth <laughs> of four <laughs> minutes a week. <laughs> so I'm good for another six months of outdoor time. <laughs> <laughs> but it has been super nice. It has been super nice. Yeah, this weekend I'm planning on doing some stuff outside. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Get some ankle biters happening. Yeah, Just wear some socks. I think we're having a cookout, and that is a true story. In the eyes. <laughs> Didn't make that up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice.
1: Good to have some outdoor plans. Yeah. To get those in.
2: Yep.
0: That's it. It's good to have friends. Got some. No. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's a process. That's a <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you only get four minutes outside a week, it's hard to make people. I'll <laughs> we'll keep you updated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, tonight I thought we'd talk a little bit about this concept of the door's not locked, it's just stuck you know the the, the idea right uh, you know it's like people kind of think maybe sometimes may, maybe sometimes things don't go exactly how you thought or maybe they don't happen as as fast as you you think they're going to happen and, you know some people are like well if i get that job then it was god's will or you know just kind of like uh, do things just happen do we you know work for it make it happen um and today's Today's topic is like the, the the door's not locked, right? Or be like, well, maybe the door just closed, like cause it didn't just happen. Um, or maybe I tried a little bit, but you know, uh nothing came of it. So maybe it just isn't the right time or whatever. But what if the door's just stuck, right? It's just it just needs a little it needs a little tenacity, man. And it needs a little persistent insistence, right? Like, no, I insist. Right? Because if, if that door is the gateway, like, to your purpose and your vision, like, you don't you don't want to just tap out, you know, if, if you after, like, a tentative knock, like, just, like, a real quiet, you know, barely, you know, can barely kind of hear that, right? Like, oh, nobody came to the door. That, you know, and it's like, yeah. you run as fast as you can, <laughs> <laughs> hoping that nobody comes to the door. But instead you know, looking at this as like you go up to the door on purpose and then you knock like you mean it. And then you knock again. And then maybe you grab the handle, turn it, thrust your entire body into the door while simultaneously screaming, I'm coming in. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) You know, that attitude of like, no, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. And I will have it right. So, Persistent insistence. We looked this word up, and this word is amazing. Insistent. This is fun, and it's very true to what we're about to get into. Insistent demands something forcefully, not accepting refusal. Persists in doing something even though it's annoying or odd. Mm. Persistent. What? Insistent, sorry. In consistent so jesus gave a couple stories right about this uh persistent insistence you know this this kingdom principle and um he's both times he's talking about prayer and in uh, luke 18 uh jesus slaps it down like this he says then he told the disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this woman keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. uh, And then the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they will get justice and quickly. However, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? So. You got this woman, right? I just, this, I love this story, man. I love this idea. He's like, all right, there's this unjust judge and he doesn't fear God and he doesn't care about what people think, right? So, I mean, this is like perfect, like anybody you could ever run into in any sector in the world ever, right? He's, here's a person who could care less about God and doesn't care what anybody thinks, right? So whatever he wants is what he does. And so this this lady She wants justice, right? So she comes to this guy and says, hey, you know, this is what I want. Makes her plea, says no. (laughs) She leaves. She comes back. She says, hey, I need justice about this thing. And the guy's like, no. So (laughs) she turns around. She leaves. But she still needs justice. So she comes back and she says, dude, I need some justice. The dude's like, (laughs) no. And so this time and time again to finally, the guy's like, all right. I love this, right? He's like, still, the guy says, I don't fear God, and I could care less about what people think, right? But I'm going to give her justice. Otherwise, at some point, this chick might freak out and, like, attack me. So he gives her justice. He gives her justice not because he, like, all of a sudden grew a conscience or all of a sudden had compassion. It was because she (laughs) she was so annoying that he thought at some point she's going to lose it. She's going to break and she's going to freaking attack me. So he gave her justice for himself, but it's like this, this is a picture of, of this principle of the persistent insistence. And it's very worth noting that Jesus says, however, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? He's equating persistent insistence with faith. I mean, that's, pretty sexy. So in Luke 11, there's another story. Um, and Jesus, he's talking to the disciples and he says, uh, suppose you have a friend and you, uh, and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, let me, let me lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door's already locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, whoa, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask, and it'll be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. For anyone who asks, receive. And the one who seeks, find. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, fathers, if your sons ask for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? If then, though you are evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? There's another version that said good gifts to those who ask him. But... um. Yeah. So here again, right? Here's this, this, you know, in the sense it's this guy who has a, a friend come super late at night. I mean, it's midnight, goes to his neighbor's house, knocks on the door, said, bro, dude, I don't got no bread. I need some bread. I need, give me some bread. (laughs) This is like, it's late at night, like midnight, right? I mean, people are normally in bed. And so he goes over and says, Hey, I need bread. And the guy's like, no way, I'm already in bed. Everybody's in bed. I'm not getting up to give you bread. The guy's like, No, no, you don't understand. I need some bread. The guy's like, No, you don't understand. I'm in <laughs> bed. He's like, No, no, no. That bread on your counter, that's mine. I need it. <laughs> and he said, you know, it's not because of friendship. It's because the guy's so annoying that the guy would has to get up and give him bread. I mean, they might not be friends tomorrow, but He's got, he's got, he's got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think about those parables?
2: I think I like the I like the shameless part of it. And what is it? The shameless audacity, is that what Jesus said? Or that was that what that verse said? Oh yeah. Because that of it, because of the shameless audacity of that person. Yeah. Like he doesn't care that the guy was sleeping or doesn't care that, that he was maybe interrupting someone's night, but um he knew that something needed to be done in his world in his life and that um yeah he just knew like this would like getting bread asking for bread wasn't going to hurt anybody or or anything he just and he knew he needed that thing and so yeah sometimes we just think that it's like oh what if this you know what if i annoy somebody or what if somebody gets ticked off me or what if i hurt somebody's feelings or we just create these like mental uh scenarios Gosh. in our minds and then it's like once once one gets created then we create another one that's worse than the first one and then we create another <laughs> one that's worse than the <laughs> second one and then eventually we like we've created this scenario in our mind where like everything falls apart and yeah. blows up and <laughs> everyone dies and, and then we don't <laughs> do anything we just don't do anything yeah we don't act on anything at all and I've done that so many times before too like like even just making a phone call to somebody that I, I feel like might be selfish for like me like i'm asking somebody for something or i need i need this information for something or um hey this is what i'm looking for if you hear anything this is just making a phone call like that like oh, you know well what if they're doing this or you know what if they you know what if i'm annoying and you know you know what if i'm just being selfish and asking somebody to do something for me or whatever but it's like yeah sometimes it's like sometimes you just gotta like cancel this that voice out i think um and it just I guess it's just a testament to how like how driven you really are f- to get some somewhere when you like when you don't care like as long as it's not hurting somebody when you don't really care how they think about you or what they think about what you're doing or you know I think I think one thing for me was like if, like uh, calling somebody or asking for somebody for something creating a scenario in my mind where it's like oh well, why is this person why is why is Logan asking me for this what is mm-hmm. he what does he want to do or what, why is he doing that and then I'm thinking thoughts of the other person. And, and it's making me not want to talk to them or yeah. do this thing or, or make this phone call or something, <laughs> and it's just like, but but none of that ever ever even none of that ever even happens. Yeah. And even if it did, it's like, well, what? Who cares? Like, who cares what they think about you or what they what they think about what you're doing or, or, or any of those thoughts. And so, just canceling out those voices, like. I, so, anyways, back to the the shameless audacity. It's sometimes you have to like not be worried if you annoy somebody or not be worried about what they think about you or you know, not be worried. Even if somebody's feelings get hurt, it's like as long as, you know, if if you're going somewhere that's good and you need something or you're, you're, you're moving in a direction, it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's just okay to be a little bit calloused about, you know, well, what if I annoy somebody or, um, or what if this is, you know, selfish in a way because I'm knocking on somebody's door at night for this. So I don't know. That's what I think about it. Yeah. Being a little calloused, maybe.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think I think about the just not taking no for an answer. It's like when you are going in a direction or you know you need something. I mean, in their case, it was justice or just some bread, you know, but in our case, it might be you're going after a dream and, and yeah. it, you find some closed doors, but it's that it isn't closed, you know, it's like push your way through it. It's not... It might have closed, but doesn't mean that you can't go through it, and just not taking no for an answer, because sometimes the route is different than you think, and maybe you sought out one direction and it's not working out, and you have to be open to something new. So that audacity to just say, well, you know, I don't care how I feel about this. I don't yeah. care that, you know it's not working out how I wanted it to. I'm not going to take no for an, an, an answer. So I'm just going to keep going. It looks different. you know.
2: What does audacity
0: mean? I don't know. You yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking, you know, <clears throat> you know, especially if it's like, if you're trying to go in a direction, you thought maybe this one person was going to kind of solve all my problems and that one person doesn't. it's like, there's still more people there's still other options out there, like where like your your direction is still in the same way. it's just like yeah, there's just there's there's more than one opportunity out there
1: audacity is a willingness to take bold risks oh.
0: well, yeah. wow, tattoo that one on yourself uh,
2: that gives that whole new meaning shameless willingness to take bold risks, Boom.
1: Yeah, Synonyms are boldness, daring, fearlessness, bravery, courage, valor, heroism, recklessness. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, without regard. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? Um, you know, for these two people, I mean, what do you guys think about like the motivating factor? Like what motivates somebody to be like, to be per- persistent insistent
2: uh i think it's i think it's the alternative maybe like what's the alternative so for that woman the alternative was was injustice maybe does it say in there what like what happened to her no no, no? It was just so, so yeah i guess just just injustice so the alternative being so bad or so unattractive or so um
1: Unsettling Almost Yeah like Knowing
2: can't. what the Yeah right Knowing what the alternative is And then being like I can't be there hmm. Like I can't be in the injustice Or I can't Have this guest come over And not have bread It's gonna be Like that awkward encounter Of like yeah I don't have any bread <laughs> It's <laughs> so bad We've all been there We've all been there. <laughs> Yeah Trust me <laughs> I've been on both ends of that <laughs> Okay I Left no bread, immediately well, Yeah <laughs> that's why
1: you don't have any friends anymore too many of those encounters too many breadless nights (laughs) (laughs) but
2: but like that awkward encounter but just as a as a metaphor whatever it is that you don't want to have happen but that awkward encounter being so bad that you're like yeah i'm not taking no i'm getting this bread Mm. even if i gotta crawl through the window so i think it's just like what's like knowing what the alternative is so um yeah, knowing what the alternative is, maybe as as you said, that's what the, kind of what's the motivating factor behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing, yeah, knowing, knowing what the alternative is, and not not being okay with being in that alternative, or being not okay with
0: <laughs> being <in> that. <laughs> alternative. Being okay with not being okay about being okay. <laughs> okay, that not being an <laughs> a, that not being an <laughs> option. <laughs> being in
2: that alternative is not an option. <laughs> okay (laughs) (laughs) let me rephrase that in a better way (laughs) (laughs) never mind i don't even know how but i think it's the alternative
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah well yeah i think it's the same thing as you know not settling for an average life or a life of the word is escaping me but
2: um mundane
1: yeah or or, yeah just (laughs) aesthetic. that's that's another word yeah i mean just like this just settling you know it's not you're not settling for that so the alternative is to you know not seek after something more and so yeah yeah coming to that point of I, I won't settle. Mm. I won't stay in this place, regardless of the doors I have to knock yeah. down or unstuck. Well,
0: <laughs> right, because you could settle. I mean, you could settle for the injustice. You well, go, well, you know, I went and tried. And he said, no, and okay, that's it. I tried. Yeah. And now you're stuck with injustice. And, you you know, you can make that conclusion that this is then as good as it's going to get. Yeah. I got no bread, I'm just not going to be able to feed these people who came. We're like, I mean, in a time where hospitality was like a real thing. They're like Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, so I think you know there's there's that motivating factor um of kind of being sold on what it is that you're after. Like actually wanting what you want, like needing what you want and wanting what you need. Like, you gotta be sold, right? I mean, especially when you're thinking about, um, you know, you think about just chasing after your dreams, man, after your gifts, after realizing your potential, your vision, I mean, you gotta be sold. And when you're not sold, it's actually really easy to tell when you're not so sold is that your fear outweighs your actions. And so, you know, kind of like what, to, to what you're talking about, um, about just creating all those scenarios in your mind, Um, about like how a hundred different ways this is going to go wrong. (laughs) 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 And, um, yeah, but picturing it going wrong, it's like, that's, that's, those are signs that you just need to resell yourself. So that's not a problem. It doesn't mean you're, you're terrible, you're weak or this and that. It's just your perspective. All you need to do is resell yourself. It's just, you need to get sold on what it is you're doing, what it is that you're after. Like, why are you chasing these things? What are you trying to accomplish? Like, what are the things that are inside of you that are just like freaking exploding to come out? I mean, what are, what, what are these ideas, these desires that you have that if, people had them it would freaking change their lives forever i mean you got to just get resold that that tenacity that persistent insistent oh no i insist like i will i will have this you know jesus talking about um in that luke 11 with the 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 neighbor one he says um he says ask and keep on asking right knock and keep on knocking it says so I say ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open for everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds the one who knocks the door will be open so he says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find and knock and you will open well I've heard it said that these in the uh, Greek it's like ask seek and find are all in the infinitive it's not like um uh it's it's not just an act ask once it's not just a let me see if I can find it real quick and then if you can't find it you move on to something else it's not just like a, a quick knock it's a you don't stop until you you get what you're asking for you don't stop until you find what you're looking for and you don't stop until that that door opens and this is what Jesus is saying right he's saying those who ask like receive those who seek find and those who knock the doors open because they won't stop and so, uh, I think one of those one of those factors is just b- you got to be sold. I mean, right? That lady with the injustice. I mean, you go back home, and it's like you can't handle it. I can't. Like I'm gonna go back to the same guy, and I'm gonna get my yes, no matter how many times it takes. Um, when I think about this principle of persistent insistence, I think about my son, my oldest son. <laughs> This guy is like a freaking master at this principle, right? I mean, this is an innate principle for this guy, right? If he wants a piece of gum or he wants some candy, he is going to ask, and then he's going to ask, and then he's going to ask him more. Now, I'm not talking about like he's just standing there saying, can I have candy? Can I have candy? Can I have candy? You know, like it's not just like nonstop. It's like, hey, you know, can I have some candy? And he'd be like, no. And then maybe like 30 seconds later, it hey, can I have some candy. I'm like, no, maybe like a minute later, two minutes later, he's like, can I have some candy? No, maybe like 10 minutes later. He's like, can I have some candy? I'm like, all right. <laughs> 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 and it's, it's the repetition, the frequency of the ask causes me to get sold. Like at first I'm just like, no, like what? Like quit asking me for stuff. <laughs> But then, so he asked me again, right? So my perspective is just, is one way. But then he keeps asking. And over time, with that, that repetition of asking, my perspective shifts. And then I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And I'm n- <laughs> not, not, not necessarily and they're like, fine, go eat it, right? Because, like, you're so annoying. It was more like, like no, like, you sold me. Like, no, go have it, right? It's like, that's the principle. And here's, here's, here's what's really wild because believe me when I tell you that this is a kingdom principle is that we'll try to teach this stuff out of our kids. This is a kingdom principle, but the reason why you'd want to teach it out of your kids is because it's annoying. It literally <laughs> is annoying. It's like, <laughs> I'm like trying to do something. He just like keeps asking me, <laughs> but it's like every time I'm like, that is that principle at work. And he's literally getting what he wants and not in like a, He's a spoiled brat kind of thing. No, like when he applies that to realizing his dreams, he's going to freaking win because he won't give up. So here's two things that he has that you do not want to teach out of your kids. One, he really wants what he wants and he gets fixated on it and he keeps asking because he keeps thinking about it and he really wants it. So he's sold on what it is that he wants. Okay, now two, you follow this one. He doesn't get emotionally... Like, upset. He doesn't get emotionally involved or feel rejected when I say no. Like, it doesn't shut him down. It doesn't put him into an identity crisis. It it doesn't make him go pout on the couch. It makes him leave, and then he thinks about it again, (laughs) and then comes back, right? Like, he's not thinking about how I said no. He's thinking about how he still wants what he wants. He's not thinking about the last time he asked. He's thinking about... Asking this time, this perspective is what you need to realize your dreams and your purpose. This kingdom principle is legit and for real. This this takes responsibility to the the total next level because it's just like, how bad do you want it? It's not a matter of is it possible, right? Because anything's possible for those who believe. It's a matter of are you willing to go after it? Are you willing to knock and keep on knocking like you mean it, hoping somebody will come to the door? You know, I mean, it's even like making phone calls, which can be annoying, but it's like if you just type like total scared, total don't want to do it, just type in the number and hit send, right? And it's just dialing. You're just, you're committed, <laughs> right? It's like even in the midst of like, oh, I don't know how to say, you know, you've already gone over it like a hundred times in your mind, but you just never feel ready because you just need to do it. You know, yeah. it, those things when you just commit, I mean, just show up, just throw yourself in the, in the situation and get after it, go get it. Cause like you said, it's like, it never happens. Those, those, those bad scenarios we have in our minds. It's like, it always, it, there's a huge relief cause it, it's like, oh, that was really pleasant. <laughs>
2: yeah. And even if it did happen, like who cares? Right. <laughs> like the world still turns and life keeps moving and yeah. Yeah. Who cares? So either way, it's like you can't lose either way. Yeah. But you lose if you don't do it. You lose if you don't do something. You, you lose do. When, you,
0: when you give in to those voices. But yeah, for sure. Right, because at any point, the neighbor could have quit. I mean, he could have just went like after, you know, even after three times. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to stand there and get rejected at the door of somebody who's asleep. I mean, you could.
1: Is he like yelling from his bed? This conversation, yeah. you know? <laughs> right, We're it's awake. like by that time, bro, your family's awake, just get <laughs> up.
0: Make me some coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah, that verse, it's interesting because you do just read it as like, knock and you'll receive, you know? Or the door mm. will be answered, seek and you'll find. Like, you you read it like it, the answer is more instant. and Or you can read it that way. And I think that just... Just listening to, or in, you know, it's following up that story of somebody who was very persistent and just thinking about how mm. you don't just knock once usually and it's like, oh, all my answers have arrived or, you know, all the solutions and we just walk right through. It's like it, it takes that persistence and the ability to just keep going even if you don't get right through. So it's interesting to think about that as you're pursuing what it is. Plus, I mean, anything worth having is going to take effort. And so just that thinking about what that effort is and that that at the end of it, you are getting a door open. You are going to get an answer. But it doesn't mean that just because you asked once and you didn't get the answer doesn't mean the answer is not coming or doesn't yeah. mean that sure. you're not going to, you know, you, you listen to people's stories of how they've got to where they've gotten. And <laughs> it's amazing the process yeah yeah you don't hear a story of many people who are just like oh i just arrived and <laughs> greatness happened like it's it's right. a journey just uh, ordered it
0: in the mail yeah Came, came <laughs> right away yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah i was just gonna say i like that part when you said your son doesn't doesn't go and and, and you know whine about the no, or, or pout about the no. I think that's just, that's crazy. Cause sometimes I'll, I'll do that. Cause I, I do have to make a lot of calls sometimes and I'll get like a, you know, I'll, I'll have this basically a free service that I'm trying to provide somebody. And it's like, they'll still, and I'll go over what it is and like how I can help and all that stuff. And they'll still say no. And it's, and it's like just, yeah, you can almost, can almost default to that, that, that whining part. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you did what you needed to do. You made the phone call and now make another phone call. And then another week, maybe call that guy again and and see what happens. And just, yeah, just not caring about like, yeah, if it doesn't happen the first time, don't, uh, don't think it's not supposed to happen or don't pout about it and and get into a negative mindset about it. Because, um, yeah, then you'll just, you'll always, you'll always accept no as an answer. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, insist, right? Demand something forcefully, not accepting refusal. I mean, watch yourself on the forcefully but Persist in doing something even (laughs) though it's annoying or odd. No, no, I insist. But, you know, it's like, again, it's like that people's perspectives can change through that repetition i mean maybe right like just in that scenario right you called somebody you're like no look i can help you it's free i just i can come out blah blah the guys like no like, <laughs> then he goes away like and immediately it's like he under, like he didn't quite understand it but then he's like he just saw like five different ways that you uh, like it could have been practical if you came over yeah yeah so you call again in a week, and just like, hey man, just checking in. Just want to see if there's anything I can do for you, Ryan. Right? he was like, oh hey, oh yo, you know <laughs> you remember, right? I mean, yeah. This stuff's for real, but it it takes a little bit of guts. What was that word?
1: Audacity. It Aud-
0: takes a little audacity. audacity. Bold,
2: bold risk. Taking a bold risk. Willingness
0: to take a bold risk. Yeah, yeah. That like that. I think and that was probably. That of sounded it. good. None. Nah? Yeah. That was something good. Was reckless. Not- <laughs> reckless. Be a little reckless. Mm.
2: Willingness, yeah, willingness to take a, a bold risk. Yes, yeah,
1: that right there, that was exact, yeah. exactly it. Willingness to take bold risks.
0: Hmm. So, what do you need to take a bold risk? You need a little. You need an idea. You need a little vision. You need to have something to get sold on. You know, this idea of, um, in this, I was listening to this book. Uh, by Grant Cardone called Seller Be Sold. And, um, uh, you know, he's talking about the sales process. And anyway, so some these ideas are coming from that. But so essentially like first to sell something, right, which is what you're doing, right? Like, I mean, you're trying to get, you're trying to communicate and say, hey, I need this, or I'm, I'm whatever, both these people are like, I need this. But first you need to, when you think about your dream and your vision or just where would you apply this? I'm pretty much everywhere, but first you need a product or you need a service, right? You need an idea. You need a vision. You need something that it is that you're going after. And then you have to get sold on it. Like you have to get sold. If you want to sell, you cannot sell somebody something that you're not sold on. You have to get sold on what it is that you're trying to accomplish and why you can't accept somebody's first response. And you can't just accept no. Like you have to be so sold on what you do and the benefits that it has for the people you're trying to sell it to that it's like, you almost feel like you're doing them an injustice by letting them say no. It's like, no, you're saying no, but you don't understand well, like what this product is going to do for your life or your service or what you know, whatever. It's like, you got to get so sold that it's like, it's like you're cheating them if they don't walk away with what it is that, that you're offering. I mean, you got to get so sold on you, on you, on what you have, on what you're offering, on what your service is, and then you got to go sell that junk with persistent insistent, no, no, I insist. <laughs> 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 yeah. Dude, this is legit, man. You got the ability to go after it, man Don't sit around Waiting For like the neon sign Consider this Your neon sign (laughs) (laughs) The door is only awaiting You To knock on it like you mean it So in everything you do Apply a little persistent insistence And what was that other word? Audacity. And just sprinkle on some audacity, man. Just <laughs> right on top of that insistent persistence. Take some willingness to apply some bold risk to your life. My good peoples. Until next time, peace.